All right. Or you, they, it must anything be, to say. That was excellent. <laughs> Thank you, math teacher. <laughs> Kicking things off on a moderately racist note. <laughs> <laughs> was it? Wait a minute. <laughs> All right, Kev, so you oh, got this. Man. Yeah, we're doing this in the morning. Um, <laughs> this, yeah. So if any of you have ever wondered why we do not have a morning show, listen to us right now. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> you have allergies, right? I do, yes. Do you ever... I'll open this question up to the entire allergy gang on this, uh, who may be listening. <laughs> studio, studio, allergy studio audience. Do you ever find that after you drink your first cup of coffee in the morning, mm. like maybe 15, 20 minutes later, you start sneezing uncontrollably? I've, I've no, finally realized that, that that's a the thing. The reason why that doesn't happen to me is because I do not drink coffee. Oh, <laughs> or well, very, very rarely yeah, do okay. I drink coffee. So, matter of fact, I uh, do you guys, this is to match your opening question. I have an opening question. Okay. Um, do you guys have what, what kind of coffee maker do you guys have like the Nespresso joint the, the uh, Keurig or just regular pot of just regular know? drip regular drip okay cool so environmentally friendly so um, we had a Keurig right this is a funny story my wife is going to be oh, I, I know you, telling I, I know you have, have a Keurig yeah well yes from the video but <laughs> since then we've actually <laughs> My wife upgraded, and we have this uh, Nespresso joint, right? Fancy. Super fancy. But, like, you can't just buy the coffee in the store. Oh, really? So part of the morning, part of this morning, my wife was like, okay, so wait, we got to go to a booth to get the coffee or order it from Amazon? And I'm like, all right, I think I need to have the old coffee maker ready for backup in case <laughs> you run out of... <laughs> So yeah, my parents have both, and uh, they don't know how to use the Keurig, so they use the drip one. Yes, that's what you get first thing in the morning, baby. This is compelling (laughs) content, straight up. You know what I mean? With the super exciting voice coming at you, both barrels blazing hot. Well, we have racism to talk about, so <laughs> let's get on to the other side real quick. Yo, Kev, you ready, man? You ready for this racism, son? Yeah. All right. <laughs> let's yeah. get to the other side, y'all. Let's go. Rap Sucks Radio. Blah, 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 blah. What up, y'all? You were live on Rap Sucks Radio with your homeboy Track Life and your fam, Kev Sakota. Rap Sucks Radio, morning zoo. <laughs> oh, you're hurt. tired, that tired hurt. morning show. <laughs> Go back to sleep. <laughs> tired, tired, tired. <laughs> oh, man. Um, so, yo, man, thank y'all for tuning in. We appreciate each and every one of y'all. If you would like to catch past episodes of Rap Sucks Radio, you can go to rapsucksradio.com or any of your favorite podcasting platforms, or 
Or if you'd like to catch this on TV, you can go to BTSN. That's Behind the Scenes Network. Here's what you do. You download the app or channel, however um, it's distinguished in the App Store, on your Roku or any of your Amazon Fire devices. Click on the app. Boom. We right there. We got our own sections and everything. Section and everything. Rap Sucks Radio on BTSN Behind the Scenes Network. Check us out. Check us out. You see my coffee All right. mug? This coffee mug is the size of a small human head. <laughs> Are all coffee mugs left-handed? <laughs> I just, I, is it is it a thing? Because the logo is on the left-hand side. Or like you got to hold it with your left hand. Oh, is to that see the logo on any coffee cup? Gotcha. So I'm always like, okay, so the logo. I'm right-handed, so the logo's for me. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, I'm supposed to be looking at it like, oh, this is a really cool thing. I don't know. Whatever. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I want to show other people the logo. Like, I'm going to make the right-handed coffee cup. You so can't you go right? can see the logo. You mean go left? <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, I mean, no. Nah, left-handed coffee drinker feels odd. It feels like, you know what I mean? I got handles. I, I can know. go either way. No, we got the cro- coffee crossover. Nice. <laughs> um, speaking of a crossover, actually not. <laughs> <laughs> all right we got somebody who really got to chill i mean this dude got a super chill super chill um i actually did not re-edit this properly but um my topic title for this was i am out of words for stuff like this i just don't have anything <laughs> else i don't know what to say clever like you just gotta stop this nonsense mm-hmm. um all right so Austin Chang has got to chill. You for real got to chill, fam. Big chill. Um, who is this dude? Well, black candidate in Michigan's governor's race proposes to Kev cancel Black History Month. The entire month. I sourced this on blackenterprise.com. You can also source this pretty much anywhere. Just type it in Google and you'll, it'll come up. Uh, the players involved are Austin Chang and some other characters from Boondocks. I don't know the names. Um, <laughs> so let's, let's get to the notes real quick. A black Republican in Michigan declared that if he wins the 2022 governational race, he would replace Black History Month with American History Month. Austin Chang is a black army veteran, businessman, and the first Republican opponent to throw his hat in the political ring against incumbent Governor Whitmer, announced via Twitter that he would cancel Black History Month on Monday. He basically, I don't know, whatever. Here's his quote. I will cancel hashtag Black History Month in hashtag Michigan. It's offensive, Kev. Unfair. Hmm. Maybe illegal, Kev, he says. Americans from all backgrounds deserve a revered history. I'll declare American History Month. Um, And then he hashtags himself as a veteran and proceeds from there. Wow. Um, Good to see that. uh, Good to see that Stephen Miller Miller found a soft landing as Austin (laughs) Chingy's speechwriter there. (laughs) Right? Kev, go. Go, go. Just take a couple. Uh, just go. I love, but yeah, they're just the syntax of this. It's offensive, unfair, maybe illegal. They always throw in maybe illegal. It may be illegal. <laughs> Probably With not no illegal. Truth. Probably stupid. 
very likely <laughs> just plain dumb. Also may be illegal. I don't know. I got I I literally have no words. <laughs> it's crazy. So okay, here's my thing. I'm gonna start off like I usually do as a track life and fairness. I'm being fair. Okay. Um he is a Nigerian man, Nigerian born man. Um now here's my thing about being um I don't know, you know, even the word American is odd because, you know, <laughs> it's like a US citizen is probably better because, you know, the United States does not represent all of America continent wise. But anyhow, I digress. The moment you land in United on United States shores, your distinction is black. You know, this has even happened to a lot of uh friends of mine from like India, uh Pakistan or or other places, they're like, yo, when when our parents first got here, especially when they moved to the South, they were their distinction was just automatically black. They did not have a choice in how they wanted to be, um, you know, what their native origin was or to be described as or what have you. Uh, I think that's incredibly unfair. I really do. And, and even if you are Nigerian um, and we do share African heritage or Jamaican or Belizean or whatever, I feel like you, you, I mean, it's only right that you can dis- you can choose your distinction. You can choose to be Belizean. You don't have to necessarily say I'm black just to to connect. Like I don't feel disconnected from you because you're not claiming that you are black, right? I chose that. I identify with that distinction. You don't have to. You know what I'm saying? You don't. Okay, so that's my fairness to him. Right. That understanding that to him, it's an American, you know, we're all Americans. I moved here, you know, my family moved here or however, however he, you know, got here. And we are Americans. I get, I get where he's coming from. The problem is black history is American history. So you basically stepped right on your own sentence, right? I will declare it American History Month. So what you're saying is like you're you're making this this statement. In my opinion, you're making the statement as though Black history is a separate history from American history. But this is a highlighting of a portion of American history, right? And it may be a portion that you feel is unnecessary. Well, you said it's offensive. It's it's what have you? All these things. And we we saw this with the. Uh, 1776 project thing, right? Is that what it was called? Remember that thing? Yeah. The dumb one. We saw this with them where 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 the history had to be comfortable. Comfortable for everyone to consume. There was struggle and there was trying like and and yes, we get it, but black history by and large is a is a depth of American history that if we ignore it, we're 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 losing, I believe, the core values of what quote unquote makes America great is going through watching and also kind of repentance, like watching if, if Americans would just look at black history, acknowledge the history, acknowledge the depth of the history, there would be a lot of things that we don't even compare. You see what I'm saying? Like I've I've noticed that there have been crimes that have been committed interracially. Um, I don't 
respect those crimes. I don't, I believe that those crimes need to stop, but I do not compare them to the crimes that were commit on black Americans, you know, post reconstruction and pre reconstruction during slavery. Like they're just, it's not the same. It's not the same to have a conversation about the 4th of July and the triumphant nature of American history and then say, and ignore the fact that black babies were fed to alligators as bait. We we can't ignore that. You see what I'm saying? So I get, I get what he's attempting to say. And I get that from his perspective, it may be, and I'm being extremely fair here. It, it, from his perspective, it may be like, well, wait a minute. I have a, you know, I may not be totally connected to this, this uh, blackness. I may not even agree with black leaders and throughout black history or whatever, but to his biggest mistake without me calling him names is not even is, is separating the, the idea that it is American history. Like just, you know what I'm saying? We all will have a history month. It's like, dude, that, that's all year. That's, that's in your book. They're still, they're still teaching, teaching about Robert E. Lee in the South, like, come on, man, what are we doing right now? You know what I'm saying? There needs to be a moment in the time to acknowledge that, you know, Senator Tinson's hall still remains. Like it's, I don't know. It's kind of, it's kind of hard. It's, it's, you know, I'm, I'm choosing my words wisely because I don't like to go straight battle rap on these dudes because I feel like it, it doesn't really, for the people that listen to our show, who are listening to the show to, to, find a moment to where they see, see they're going to do the thing where they just talk bad. And no, I'm not, I'm not going to do that. What I'm going to try to do is try to understand your perspective. <laughs> Kev will. <laughs> I, I'm going to try to understand his perspective, but point out where it's incredibly flawed and it's, it's actually pretty racist. And I don't think he really gets that. You know what I'm well, saying? That he he's buying doesn't. into the racist port portion of it. All right. I mean, that's, that's, that's kind to me. Let Got me it. work backwards toward, to, throughout your, what you just said. Right, still teach the history of Robert E. Lee at high schools named Robert E. Lee High School in towns that still uh, raise the Confederate flag alongside the actual American flag. Sure. That should tell yeah. you, uh, or at least give you a starting point to start thinking about constructively about how we approach our history in this country. You are generally, with the exception of the way you treat me, more than generous. So I don't think you need to go out of your way. <laughs> <laughs> to be generous to this dude. Um, you know, you mentioned the 1776 project and I, you know, when you brought up this um, topic, I thought I got a little confused with what was going on or what is going on in Utah where the legislature, I believe, has decided that it's okay for parents to um, uh, opt, opt out, out of their children yeah. having to undergo the strain of learning black history during black history month or I guess at any point in time, Period. Um, which is completely ridiculous. You know, the, you mentioned that um, his part of his logic might be that we're all American regardless of where we came from and that we should look at it in that way. Um, but as more people are starting to realize, and when I say more people, I think more non-black people are starting to realize and recognize and, and vocalize is that, like you said, black history 
is American history as much, if not just about more than or more than just about any other ethnicity of people in this country. You know, other countries have embraced that idea. Um, and this comes up when we have this discussion here is the fact that in Germany, you learn about what happened in World War II. Yeah. You know, Australians more and more are learning about the why they all have grown up to look at the Aboriginal people in a certain way that is probably, mm -hmm. you know, something that they need to fix um, or correct or understand the why it's um, not the way to go moving forward. Yet here, there's this knee-jerk reaction to recognizing things that actually happened. You know, you mentioned also uh, the idea that um, crimes have been committed mm -hmm. against black folks in this country, especially. Um, those weren't crimes. The, or those have only been crimes in a legal sense for a, a relatively small amount of time. Uh, and some of the crimes that are committed continue be, to be committed under the law. Absolutely. If you take away a man's right to vote or restrict that, that's a fundamental offense, yeah. right? And and that continues to be legal uh, in certain ways in certain states uh, here. And and so you know to to have to to parse that and and explain that logic to anybody, whether it's somebody with dark skin or or somebody who's pale as the driven snow, uh, is is ridiculous. Um, especially in an argument that is over the shortest month of the year. You know what I mean? <laughs> right, right. And, and furthermore, he identifies as a, as a Nigerian-American, I would imagine. I don't know. I don't know. He might not. I, I mean, every, every, I think a lot of the wording, like black candidate, comes from his own campaign. So mm. um, I think... Either whether he identifies or not, he's definitely selling himself as a black candidate. And and it's not up to him to decide how people, anybody else, defines who they are, where they come from, um, nor the desire to want to explore that history and also have that history understood by the people that they sit around in a classroom or that they live close to or anything like that. Believe it or not, Trick, there are people in the state of Pennsylvania who will make a point of telling you that the people who come from other parts of Pennsylvania are different. <laughs> and perhaps not as cool. That is, um, that is their right. That is their right. They can do that. <laughs> we can laugh at it. I'm, uh, I am, I I go I my initial response is always anger, right? It's, I'm always just like livid when this type of thing happens. Um, of course, growing up in the suburbs, at least as a teenager, it, you see this type of pandering all the time. Mm. You know, like and it's like, dude, you don't have to do this. You don't have to do this. They they can make them like you for who you are. Stop pandering to them. You know. This whole need to to 
I don't know, man. Like, just stop pandering. <laughs> just, just stop, dude. Stop using me and my people as for part of your pandering platform. You know, I've I've given as much respect as I can to this gentleman on this show. Um, I don't believe that I would give this person that same respect in person. And you know, I might start off that way, but as soon as he began on his campaign, we would we would just get into straight listen clown you're gonna have to learn how this works but this is for the candace owens of the world the the you know austin chang just stop pandering to them and make them like you for who you actually are make them respect you for who you are you know well i would take that a step further there's a good chance that he's also genuinely a jackass so if that's who he is (laughs) he's doing a good job of showing that Fair um, point. You know, he he's a he's a vet. Yeah. He if you can't sit back and just make that, you know, it, 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 I don't know a lot of vets who go around parading that um their service. Most vets that I know do not go around parading their service as something that you should treat them differently for. You know, it, it, all it is is Hey, I expect you to respect the fact that I did something on behalf of our country. Right. Deal with it in whatever way you want to. Um, Sure. He has not done that here. I'm not saying he's done that, but that's more than enough as far as I'm concerned to say whatever you want. Um, The part that I think he's missing is that that to me is the – of any – politician's resume that's the that's sort of something that always stands out is okay well if this guy or this woman served their country um, among many other accomplishments that they may or may not have that's going to be something that stands out to anybody regardless of what party you're in what uh, you know background you come from that's something that's always going to stand out but guess what when you walk down the street in Michigan even if you're wearing a suit Mm-hmm. And some guy who wants who says that there should be no Black History Month and and that all lives matter, they're not seeing a vet. They're not seeing an aspiring politician. They're not seeing somebody who was an inventor uh who helped people in in uh Nigeria, which evidently he he did. Um you know what they're seeing. And if you want to change that by saying things that are ridiculous, I don't think it's going to work. It, well, it's not going to work. And the reason why it's not going to work is because the whole point of, of teaching the history and, and going into the accomplishments, the struggles, and the triumphs that Black Americans have had in the United States is to change that mindset, not the whole point, but one of the points is to change that mindset, the mindset of the person who does not look at you and see any of those things. And part of the history is uh, our stories of men who returned from World War II and were beaten on buses or treated like basically like lower class citizens. These are men who fought for this country, just just like you did. And we're not seen the same way. That is a history. I don't think that you, I don't think he knows that. It's hard to reconcile those. It's hard to reconcile that history with the history you want to restrict our school books. Exactly. Exactly. 
You can't. You can't. You have to teach it. Or, you know, or you're storming the Capitol on on January 6th. Like it's it's you know, it's it's one of these games that we're continuing to play, but I think a lot of it is pandering. And I think it's this kind of I, I think on this, I'm gonna defend myself on this show to for some people. I think a lot of people see me as a pacifist. Um, you couldn't be more wrong, by the way. I don't believe in pandering for comfort. I don't believe in um making my blackness palatable to you. I'm not ever doing that for anyone. So if you see me as a pacifist, you're absolutely wrong. There's no passivity here. I just don't believe in dumb arguments, arguments that are not edifying or that don't lead down a path of growth. If you're just arguing for the sake of arguing, we are not getting anywhere and you can go play with your little friends, right? So in his case, that's what I feel like. If you want to play with your little friends, then you guys go have a little friends rally. We're talking real, real, we don't curse on the show anymore. We're talking real-ish right now. This is a very real thing. Black History Month is an extremely real thing. The history that black folks experienced in this country, in this country, this country that you are now, because of that history, able to run for governor, Right? You don't even get to stand on that podium without the black history that you're trying to now shade over, right? So fall back, fall back. And if you want to play with your little friends, you guys go have a little friends day. But we over here doing, we over here talking real. We talking what happened in order for you to even have this platform safely, right? So if you want to start off with the we're all American history, start off with that. And, and proceed from there, right? What you'll find is, damn, I guess we just got to teach all of this in the shortest damn month of the damn year. <laughs> yeah. Right? So, you know, knock it off for like 10 seconds. Sit back and think about it. Very accomplished man. Um, but there's no lack of respect for what he's done or what he's attempting to do. My lack of respect is, you know, stop pandering all of you, stop pandering, please. It, it does not help the cause. It does not help growth. It does not edify. It doesn't do anything but give people more rope to go back to their little stupid friends and say, see, even the little black girl over there or, or that black man over there agrees with us. It's like, man, stop. Stop. You're mm-hmm. not doing what you think you're doing. You know, they're not listening like that. I grew up in the suburbs. I'm telling you a truth that you should understand. They are not listening to you the way you think they are. Right. So stop. So there we are. All right. Stop. Yeah, just stop, man. Come on. What are you doing? Move. Chill. You got to chill. Uh, speaking of um, stopping and chilling, mm. what's, up with your, what's up with your girl, uh, Gina Carano, man? Oh, my girl. Ooh. She, that's not your homie? <laughs> One topic title for this is when the rebellion is the empire. Uh, Gino, <laughs> Gina Carano um actor that was ousted from the Mandalorian is set to make a movie with the daily wire. Um, we'll explain what that is in just a moment. Source oh, for this just, is NBC. Just thought News, of a good players. topic title, but excuse me. I don't know how to no, interrupt you nicely this early in the morning with this much caffeine in me. Get it. Cara Dune too much. <laughs> Way better. All right. I'm going to Way better. Now. 
Hey man, if there was no contribution so far, which there have been, that was that was it. The players involved in this are Gina Carrasso and Ben Shapiro, actually, uh, who is the co-founder of the Daily Wire. Um, Just some real quick notes on this: Um, former Mandalorian actor Gina Carano, who has drawn intense criticism for her posts on social media, said Friday that she would partner with the conservative media outlet The Daily Wire on a new film project. The announcement came two days after. Uh, Lucasfilm, Disney, um, said he no longer employed Carano, who most recently compared hating someone for their political views to the persecution of Jews during the Holocaust in an Instagram post. The Daily Wire is helping make, she, this is a quote from her, the Daily Wire is helping make one of my dreams come true, to develop and produce my own film. Um, Or, I said that backwards, but who cares? I cried out and my prayer was answered, Carano Hmm. said in a statement. Um, Ben Shapiro then followed up and said, I am sending a direct message of hope to anyone living in fear of cancellation by the totalitarian mob. I've just begun using my voice. This might be her. Actually, this is her. I've just, I've only just begun using my voice, which is now freer than ever before. And I hope it inspires others to do the same. They can't cancel us if we don't let them, she said. God bless you. Ben Shapiro's a big, big, big clown too. I th- I want to. I actually want to know how Fizz. Can you let us know how uh, his film? He's got a he's got a movie out. So Ben Shapiro is this clown um, who has he's a he's a talk radio show. He's got mm-hmm. he's got a few more people listening to his program than I think we probably have. By sure. About three or four million, I I would say. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah more popular. He sounds like he's in the. <laughs> third or fourth grade when he speaks but he's very much a he's a he's a real tough guy um and uh he he really gets his feelings hurt by by uh cancel culture which by the way cut it out uh but he (laughs) don't his production company just put out a movie it's called uh I, i run something uh it's i believe about a school shooting Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't know if he takes the side of school shooters everywhere, um, like he does <laughs> on his program. But uh, it'll be interesting to see how well that does. Um, I'm sure he'll blame it, blame it on COVID protocols or something like that if it doesn't do well. But I guess so. He's going to work with her next, so they're going to have a whole uh, a whole thing. You know, I'm sure that'll go well. Um. Okay. <laughs> Mega movies. Where do, where do I even start? First of all, if you've learned anything from hip hop, um, the tantrum throwing artist that breaks away from the large group pretty much flops. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna name any names because oh, I was you know, hoping you would. But no, I'm not gonna do it. But usually what made you hot was the tantrum. Right. You know what I'm saying? So th- this is why I didn't initially when she made her statement, I um I was going to say something about it because I've been kind of on on the subject of this being the biggest cancel culture thing in spite of the fact that multiple political leaders in the black community have been murdered. Thank you. Shout out to Black History Month. Um, And we're talking about being canceled on Twitter like it's a thing and people are really being hurt by this. And meanwhile, I'm pretty sure at the very least, let's, let's just start with one that we all know. I'm pretty sure Dr. King's children would like to have grown up with him. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. 
I mean, we're talking cancel culture here. It might have been nice, right? I don't know. Were you really canceled? Eh, I think you're just a little B.I. So anyhow, I didn't say anything initially because I knew that something like this was getting ready to pop up. Which, to all the conservatives that are happy about this, I need to let you know, you're being duped again. That whole thing was to promote the Daily Wire. Her feelings about equating this to the Holocaust, or if you get her in a room and have a genuine conversation with her, she doesn't feel that way. And I can guarantee you she won't make that statement as boldly and irrespectively as she did make it on Twitter if she doesn't have something to promote. Like, let's keep it real. Y'all being duped for your cash once again. And you're going to go out, all 42 of y'all. Y'all can go watch this movie and feel like you accomplished something because you feel like your voice has been stifled. When really your voice has not been stifled at all. Y'all making the most damn noise. Mm. Really? At the end of the day, y'all making the most noise. This, is a, this was a headline article from an actress who was pretty good in The Mandalorian. But at the end of the day really a character that could be replaced with one of the aliens. So it ain't like it's a serious role. It's not like, you know what I'm saying? I'm like, people turn that on for Baby Yoda, fam, not for Gina Carano. So you're being duped again, just like you were last four years. You're being duped again by folks that's trying to get their bread right out of your pocket, right out of your stupid pocket, because you stupid. That's why. And let me, so, make no mistake, when you listen to Ben Shapiro talk, once you get past the fact that he does sound like he's an he's a, you know eight year old, he speaks with a articulate circular logic that almost you can see how people can fool themselves into thinking that what he's saying is not only factual but that it actually makes sense and is somehow mm-hmm. logical. Um. So, you know, I'm sure he'll teach her a little bit of that as well. Doesn't mean well, that the next time she's, you know, applying for a position at Walmart, they say, Carano, what kind of name is that? I mean, <laughs> right. Well, the, the, the other thing is, um, all my cancel culture people, you're, you're defending money. You're not defending people. You're defending money. Like... The only people you're only mad when like, you know, she'll be fine. She'll be perfectly fine. At the end of the day, she's going to be fine. Uh, Disney had to pay her whatever she's whatever will come up next when they, you know, somehow uh, either replace her character or she was blown up in a Death Star accident. Like something's going to happen. Right. She's going to get paid for whatever they do. And any prior, any past episodes, any replays, she gets paid for those. She's going to be fine. Yeah, and really, no one really cares either way. Does if you like matter? her, if you support what she said, great. If you, or if you just support her right to say it, she'll be fine. You, you, and you're, you're going to stop thinking about it in about a week and a half. Everyone who wanted her to get fired, they're all going to be fine. They're not going to think about her in a week and a half. They're going to watch whatever other 20 Star Wars shows that Disney <laughs> puts on the channel. Like a bunch of idiots. <laughs> Come on, wait a minute. I'm talking about people like that. And they're not going to th- be like, oh, there's a Gina Carano size hole in this this imagery here in this yeah. cinematic universe. Yeah. Eh, 
Yes, come on, get out of here. I mean, and by it? the way, we always talk about what I don't want to hear is all the people who talk about why are you out there protesting? Why don't you use your voice in the voting booth? Why don't you express yourself more eloquently? Why don't you, can't you get your point across without using violence? It's like, well, guess what? That's what's happening. So if you want to call it cancel culture and turn that into some sort of a slur or a curse word or a negative, go ahead. Because the ahead. companies are listening, you know? And the the people who deserve to be held to account for the things they say will be right in in 90 of the time they're gonna be okay just Man. timberlake is gonna be okay don't worry Fine. you'll hear another michael jackson ripoff album in about six months time <laughs> it's not gonna be a problem <laughs> he probably won't go on the super bowl halftime show and disrobe an unknowing singer female singer but <laughs> Aside from that, you're going to keep getting your Justin music. Don't right. worry. He, it, well, <laughs> aside from that, to my cancel culture people, I would, <laughs> no one's canceled. <laughs> I, just stop already. No one's canceled. There was just a movie about Fred Hampton. That is canceled that is no longer like stop with the nonsense comparisons her comparison is all okay where are the gas chambers for you republicans and whenever you ask that question when someone makes an extreme statement like this well you're acting like it's not the, it's not the same thing it's not and that's the point it's not the same thing you don't pick up a donut and be like wow this tastes just like an in and out hamburger well they're both food it's not the same thing. Both That's why. That's really why. Good right now. What's up? We got to wrap this up, man. I'm getting hungry. <laughs> In and out. <laughs> I mean, we have donuts actually ready for this post episode. It's like a yeah. It's going down. Um. So yeah, you can't have any. Look, man. I I I don't have a a. I don't. People are really on this because they don't like for other people to have opinions. And that's that's really what it comes down to. And, that, and this is not a conservative thing or a a liberal thing or a, you know, pro, you know what I'm saying, black or pro anything. People just don't like to. Social media has produced one thing for me. One very, very strong thing. Everyone likes to be the only person talking. That's the key. No, 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 wait, hold, I on, said, hold on, hold on, wait, 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 wait. <laughs> exactly. That's basically what's <laughs> happening on social media. Like, no, no, hold on. I'm the one. I'm, I'm the man. Like, and I get it. I totally get it. You, you have these, these strong opinions, and you want to share these opinions, and you don't want these opinions questioned. You want praise. You want to say something like Biggie's the greatest rapper of all time, and then at, no one's supposed to refute that. We're supposed to all have never had any hip hop history to where we have any belief or, <laughs> or feeling about it. It's just what you said. Yay, you're the one that's talking. No, it doesn't work like that. It doesn't. Not, life doesn't work like that. And if you're smart, what you learn learn from social media is that other people do have opinions, and you can't just walk around offending people because you feel like it. That's not how this works. Maybe you use your little Google fingers. The Twitter, maybe your Twitter fingers have turned to Google fingers and you can look up what freedom of speech really is and why it's not your right to call your neighbor fat. 
that's, that's not what freedom of speech is. It's not protecting your right to insult people or, I don't know, just go outside and be stupid or use your thumbs to say something dumb on Facebook. You know what? And to be fair, and to be 100% fair, most of y'all records is trash along with that. I just want to throw that out there too. So, yeah. plus your records is trash. So now, now what? Yes, loud voices and strong opinions and muscular thumbs do not make smart. If you thoughts. if you're gonna if you're going to say something, and this is all of us, if you're going to have a strong opinion, expect it to be refuted and live with it, deal with it. That's the that's the way the world works. Married, I can't have no opinions. So, you know, for those of us who are married, we know have a strong opinion if you want. It's about to be refuted. Right now, today, <laughs> even if you write, so that's just life, man. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And you can call, go next door, and call your neighbor fat, but you can also get punched in the mouth. As you would. And if deserve. you say something silly on Twitter, this the thing that kills me is that you know we we say silly things all the time. We offer our opinion. We offer sure. our opinion on certain things, and there are certain times when we know everyone will agree with us. That's easy. It's not much harder to say things that we also know that are going to be somewhat controversial, but um, at least I'd like to believe we're trying to say things when they're controversial in order to express either an opinion that's not quite as prevalent or that we feel needs to be explained because it doesn't seem to be understood by people who have the opposing opinion in a way, hopefully that at least can continue a conversation and push a conversation forward. When you compare your treatment in any facet of your life to what Jewish people went through in Nazi Germany, you've ended the conversation. You are no longer trying to propel the conversation forward. Uh, nor are you making, and so in, just by default, you are not making a point that's worth treating as valid. You're just not. Right. So you're free to say it, but then you're also going to get fired. It's, I mean, it's, it's simple. And it's just you like might if I go have. next door and I call my neighbor fat, I am going to get laid out by an 80 year old man. <laughs> <laughs> and if if that happens, I have to hold that L. You got to yeah. hold the L. You have hold strong it. thumbs. You can do it. You can do it. Hold the L with your thumbs. <laughs> and you might not have been canceled if you didn't have, in Gina Carano's case, you, you may not have been canceled if it wasn't a continual thing. You kept, you kept pushing the line. This thing about cancel culture that gets me is we're acting like it's one incident and then it's over. These Generally, people have these multiple incidents in their in their with their job or their profession right now she's a con she's an actress so she's an, an actor so she's a contractor same as an athlete i have make that argument about athletes all the time they are contracted it's, it's not the same as what i do for my job but i have to recognize when i make certain statements that i also work for a living and there's only so far i'm willing to go to say to have to walk into my wife and say, hey, my part of the household expenses will not be paid because I felt like on Twitter I needed to say, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I, she's not buying that, bottom line. So 
there are definitely moments when we all pick and choose what we're going to say based on whether we want to eat top ramen or whether we want to actually buy some real groceries. Not the top ramen isn't real groceries, but you know, whatever. Come on. So yeah. No disrespect to top ramen. But ain't nobody trying to be broke for y'all. That's the bottom line. I'm not trying to be broke <laughs> to impress y'all. Like you know, I said, did all that talk. Ain't nobody trying to lose all their money to impress y'all and say something cool so y'all can feel happy about me and then go to your damn job the next day and make money and feed your family while I roll over on this couch because I can't go sleep in my room because my wife is pissed because I was on Twitter trying to impress y'all. No. <laughs> not happening <laughs> so forget about it but in her case you forced that cancel because you wanted to promote the, all this was already in place the deal with the daily wire was already hammered out everything was ironed out and now you just got to do something to promote it so she came out and said jews and holocaust and boom she decided to go out with a bang yeah by the way am i tripping her she didn't her role was not as big on season two as it was in season one was it I feel like it. Um, I thought it was pretty big. She was, okay. yeah, especially since she was there, you know, at the end. So, um, yeah, no, I thought she had a pretty big role actually, which is going to be interesting because it's. But I, I think what you're going to find out um, is it ain't that hard to remove a character from a show. <laughs> like it's not like the show can fall are, off. Yeah, we, we are talking about Star Wars where they just add stuff. Yeah, in post production for no like reason. For zero reason whatsoever. There's a dude with jeans standing in the back of almost all of these scenes at this point. We, Maybe she'll we don't be replaced by a Starbucks cup, something like that. Right. For real. All right. Um, uh, let's see. Let's, let's jump onto this last one. <laughs> oh, this last one. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. There's going to be unpopular. There's going to be some unpopular takes on this one, I think. <laughs> Well, this gentleman is half right. And this is old, by the way. This is old yeah, news. All wrong. Yes. This is, oh, yeah. Old, old news. news. Um, John Roderick. Okay, Kev's topic title for this is, this is just solid racist parenting. <laughs> John Bad Roderick, known as, Bean, known as Bean Dad, deactivated his Twitter account. Oh, wait, 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 Kev, that's another point. I really, uh, wait, I know, I know we beat a dead horse with the, the Gina uh, Carano topic, but also for you guys who believe in cancel culture and all of that, she deleted the comment. Right. Just so you know, your hero deleted the comment. If you don't understand why that's relevant, then you shouldn't be having the conversation. Right. All right. Uh, just like John Roderick did here, he actually de deactivated his entire Twitter account amid blowback to a thread about his daughter struggling to open a can. <laughs> this is also reported by NBC News. The players involved are John Roderick and a can of something. Um, Beans. He is a musician, a podcaster, and the lead singer of a band, The Long Winters. And he is now nicknamed Bean Dad after a Twitter thread about his daughter struggling to use a can opener went viral. Um, he apologized for... Something a little different, but the thread got it all started. So in the thread, Roderick said he let his daughter struggle for hours to open a can of beans without helping, only offering her vague hints as she tried to teach herself how to use a can opener. After the thread went viral, viral 
Roderick initially insulted critics who suggested he was a bad parent. But as the scrutiny intensified, and as old racist and anti-Semitic tweets resurfaced, <laughs> Roderick deactivated his Twitter. He did so in a panic, he wrote. This is his quote. I had to reflect on what I'd done and the hurt I'd caused, and my mind was clouded by an unprecedented flow of new information. I wanted to acknowledge and make amends for the injuries I caused. I have many things to atone for. My parenting stories, insensitivity, and the legacy of hurtful language in my past are both profound failures. I want to confront them directly. I'm not mad at his parenting, but yeah. Go ahead. He's working with Ben Shapiro on a new movie called <laughs> Bean Dad. Bean Dad. Starring James Woods. <laughs> Oh, here, James Wood, just so stupid. How, um, <laughs> and then I, I once was being dad, starring Tom Cotton or Tim Cotton. <laughs> um, so it's funny, right? The the story here that I've kind of vaguely come across people saying is like, oh, well, people were offended, so they dug into his past until they found something and tried to cancel him. I'm not going to do the yeah. whole cancel culture thing. I laughed at that. I laughed so hard. Go ahead and dig into my past and see how much racist, racist and anti-Semitic stuff you find. You deleted it shouldn't all of be it. there, clowns. It shouldn't be there. It shouldn't be there. Hey, don't want to get caught for it? Don't have it, dummy. There you go. Real smart. That makes sense. So, oh, will people make mistakes? Hey, hold your L, fam. Hold your L with your thumbs. Although, not mad at the parenting, though. You didn't have yeah, to apologize I mean, for the parenting. Yeah, he... They were mad that he made his nine-year-old daughter, you know, sort of trial by fire, made her figure out how to open a can of beans. Mm -hmm. With the regular can opener. That's a teachable moment, right? Yeah. <clears throat> My first question was, what kind of beans? And then I saw that they were baked beans. So that immediately, then that became a y'all problem. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not in it. I am not. My I do not have time Bennett. for this particular fight. <laughs> I was like, wait a minute, two hours though? <laughs> you might. All right. I'm try not to disparage children, but two hours is quite a while to have to figure out how to use a, a can opener. <laughs> I'm quite sure that my daughter is not nine yet, but I'm quite sure that when she's nine, she's not going to be over there opening up cans of any kind of anything with the, with the hey. standard can opener. So I think I'm going to give my 13 year old a can. And see, no, actually, I know she knows how to open the can with the can open. <laughs> I already know, so I'm, I'm good. <laughs> we're, we're, we're good over here. We're straight. We're straight, being dad. We're straight over here. What did he say? And we're also not his, racist, uh, by the way. Yeah. What did he say about his his tweets, though? He said, um, uh, "Oh, here it is." As for the many racist, anti-Semitic, hurtful, and slur-filled tweets from my early days on Twitter. You know, back when that was okay. I can only say this. <laughs> All of those tweets were intended to be ironic, 
comma, sarcastic, Roderick wrote. He added that he thought being an ally to marginalized communities meant, quote, taking the slurs of the oppressors and flipping them to mock racism, sexism, homophobia, and bigotry. So he's doing the Lord's work. He is doing <laughs> Okay. He? Boy. I guess. That is a rhetorical his backflip right there. He's the Simone Biles of <laughs> rationalizations. Oh man. We need a um from Martin, we need a a soundbite of uh Tommy t- saying you stupid. Remember how you says it Cole? You stupid. We need that soundbite. I'm gonna work on that for future episodes. And what was he saying that he he deleted his Twitter account in a panic? So was he saying yeah. that he's he's sad that he did it? Nah, I think he was like, I, I guess he was trying to express that he was like, oh no, <laughs> like I don't. I, I mean, I, I don't know. That, it does sound a little more like I was I worried all that about my racist content. <laughs> Those jokes will never see the light of day again. <laughs> oh no, I should have said I should have backed them up. <laughs> Uh, we've all said said ridiculous things. Just, I think most of us don't have <laughs> cancelable things in our social media. I think that's kind of the thing that that makes it funny. Like, if you look deep enough in anybody's social media, you'll find something to cancel them for. I'm like, are you sure? I think a lot of us are pretty, pretty normal, regular, not stupid people. <laughs> I think we kind of we kind of keep it a little neat. I mean, I don't know, unless you just wanted, I mean, maybe, maybe you could go back and find something that I said. But if I think you go you back will. in mind, you'll definitely say, God, man, what are you doing? You have way <laughs> too much time on your hands. Right, right. I might be calling somebody a clown over basketball. You maybe. Might, yeah. Maybe. 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 Or randomly disparaging Philly. Maybe. Yeah. Likely, definitely. Actually. <laughs> Most All right, assuredly. <laughs> All right, y'all. Thank y'all for tuning in, man. We really <sighs> appreciate y'all <clears throat> checking in with us, man. This has been Rap Sucks Radio. If you'd like to catch any of our past episodes, you can go to rapsucksradio.com or any of your favorite podcasting platforms, Google, Apple, all of it. We own all of it. So, you know, Pandora, whatever, we own it. If you'd like to see this on your television, you can go to BTSN Pass. That is behind the scenes network. What you do is you go to your Roku or any of your Amazon Fire devices. You download the app or channel, however it's distinguished in the uh, in the and their app store. Click on it. We are right there. We have our own section and everything. Rap Sucks Radio along with a lot of really brilliant content. So check out BTSN Behind the Scenes Network. I am your homeboy Trek Life and that, that is your fam, Kev's Coda. No clever quip? to sleep. All right, fair enough. <laughs> All right, thank y'all for tuning in, man. We appreciate y'all. On the count of three, we say peace. One, two, three. Peace. peace. And we out, y'all.